0: Let's bow together in prayer because we have uh, Davy Gordon. He's going to share his testimony tonight. And we're really looking forward to it. And we're trusting the Lord for his blessing upon our gathering. So let's, let's uh, still our hearts and bow in God's presence. And, and when you're about in God's presence, you just offer a prayer up for Davy uh, that the Lord will enable him and empower him tonight and just lift him up before the throne and, and trust God for his hand upon him tonight. You do that just now in a moment's silence. And, and then I'm going to lead in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity of gathering together again this evening, and we are so glad to be in the place where prayer is wanting to be made. We thank you, Lord, uh, for the opportunity of being here. We thank you, Lord, for just the very fact, oh God, that you would uh, design and desire. You'd even, Lord, promise to be with the two or 3 year gathered in, in my name. And so, Father, tonight we pray that you'll be uh, our, one of our number tonight. Lord, that you will uh, minister to us, through us. Lord, you speak, you'll exalt Christ, you bless David as he shares testimony. Father, we pray that you'll be unto a mouth, matter, and wisdom. And, oh God, we pray that you'll indeed help him to convey uh, the song of, of, of God, of salvation, Lord, to the people that's here. And, Father, we pray for everyone that's God. Oh God, we would pray that you will grant unto them uh, the, the voice of God that is speaking into their experience and God bless tonight we pray in a very real and particular way and may none of us leave here today Lord saying that, uh, without knowing God's speaking voice yes. so Lord as we sing these praises as we lift up your name we ask God that you will be one of our number that you will look down from heaven and uh, be pleased Lord at our worship and our praise and our thanksgiving to our great God in Christ's name we pray Amen we're going to get you to stand and sing three songs At this time, the first one is Blessed be your name, and we'll stand and sing together. Thanks. And let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Thank you. The said that I will bless the Lord. It's a, it's a deliberate choice that you make, that you will bless the Lord. You'll bless the Lord with your meditation. You'll bless the Lord with your, with your, uh, with your attention. You'll bless the Lord with your uh, interest in, in the things of God. You'll bless His name by lifting Him up before the nations. There are many ways that you can bless the Lord. And I trust that as you've come, that it is with a heart, with a desire to bless the Lord. Our next song is, Because He is our all in all. You are my all in all. Before we sit down, let's just remind ourselves of how much the Father loves us, how deep the Father's love for us. these songs of worship and praise and uh, when they remind us of the deep and the depth of the Father's love. There was one announcement that I didn't make and that is that on Thursday we have the last of our Bible studies for this uh, before Christmas. Uh, We got into the four horsemen of the apocalypse in the Revelation chapter uh, 6. We looked at the first two. Interestingly, uh, quite a number of young people have been speaking to me about they're just uh, happy that it's been explained to them. They've heard about these things, but never had it been explained to them. And so it's just so encouraging. Can I encourage you to come along to our www.worship, warfare and the word on Thursday night. It starts at 7.45. And we're looking into these deeper things. And as we have been saying, and a lot of the things that we're seeing in the apocalypse, in the, in the tribulation, we're seeing the green shoots of it now. The world is conditioned and prepared and ready uh, for the onslaught of the day of Jacob's troubles. That's Thursday, and uh, you'll be very welcome, Davey. You're doubly welcome, brother. May the Lord bless you as you come and share. Uh, Davey said he only needed an hour and a half, so I said, <laughs> "Well, we'll let him it. Thank you, Davey. God you, bless you, brother. Thank you, thank you.
1: Trevor's got me free rein here, so I have So. Um, Do you know, um, I was worshipping God there, like we all were. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, This is quite daunting for me to do this, but um, I'll try and uh, give you a wee short uh, testimony of my life. Um, I'd like to bow in prayer just before we start. If that's possible, please. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that your name and Father, your name alone would be glorified in here tonight. And Lord God, it wouldn't be Davy Gordon that would be uh, on show, but it would be Jesus Christ. Your name and your name alone would be lifted and elevated, Father. I pray that you would give me the words to speak tonight. I pray a hedge of protection around me, Father. I pray your hand would be upon me. I tell you that I love you, that you're everything to me, Lord. And I pray in your name, the mighty name of Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. And amen. Uh, I just want to share one wee verse with you before I start. And it's in John. I'm sorry, but I have to lift my glasses up here sometimes because I can't see. So. Um, it's in John's Gospel. Um, it's in John 14, verse 6. And it's one verse, and this verse has really spoke to me. Um, and you'll get to, as I talk, you'll, you'll get to understand why this verse does speak so much to me. And it's verse 6, and it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth. And the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right? I'll tell you. Fourteen years, nearly fourteen years ago, my life uh, changed dramatically. It's probably a, a real. It was a life changer. So it was. I became a born again Christian, a Bible believing Christian. I was brought up. A good home, so as good parents, uh, great mom and dad. I had, I was the oldest. Uh, I have a sister, and two younger brothers. I just, I was brought Roman Catholic, so was. My father was. uh, We were mixed. They were mixed marriages. My dad was. Uh, Protestant, if you want to call it that. Um, my mum was Roman Catholic, so she brought us up. Uh, our family brought us up Roman Roman Catholic, so we her uh, mass and that. There, we were went to mass and done the chapel and done all them things. But I never, and I don't want to. What I'm going to say, and I, am not here to ridicule or run down the Catholic Church. I'm not. I'm not here to do that. So I'm not. Um, but what I want to say is, going to mass was a ritual for me. Probably like a lot of churches, maybe too. It's a ritual. It was a what would you call it? It was a it was a religion. So it was. You were made to go, so you went. But uh, my, my, my 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 I was I was quite a quiet person. I was very. I wasn't very outgoing and. He'd known me today, so it's probably not changed, a lot changed since then, like, but I would have been, I would have been very, very sensible, you know, never, I'd, I'd only really, my father got me into boxing, I was bullied at school, so I was a wee bit, and my father got me into going to, I went to All Saints Boxing Club, so I went, I, I started there when I was about P7, so that was, uh, I enjoyed it, and then I played a wee bit of football, so I did too, but um, the boxing club probably gave me a wee bit of a hardy, not a hardy thing, but a wee bit more confidence in me sort of thing. But it was a, I went to the boxing club, I wasn't one for going out and not messing about or anything, but, but when I turned 17, um, my life sort of took a wee corner or a swerve if you want to call it. A friend of mine's invited to me to uh, what we would have called back then soft drinks disco. So was For the younger ones, it was a disco with no alcohol. So It was. But that, well, that day, my, my mate, we went and got two tins of beer. And I had never touched alcohol in my life before. And we had the two tins of beer and I enjoyed it. So that. Well, I started then, the boxing club took a back burner and I started going out and heading out and doing a wee bit of what you would call it maybe partying. So that. When I was 19, I lost my licence for drunk driving. Um, drove out in front of me and another guy with me, uh, drove out in front of a police Land Rover in the <laughs> I know it's, it's funny now, but it's, it, was, it wasn't funny at the time. But I do, but do you know, see, see the big sergeant that stopped me that night? Now, this, like, I, I'm 52, this is 30, oh, more than 30 years ago. The big sergeant who left me home that night was a big Christian man. And I, can, I remember that there. Because back then have, they would have made you get, get your own way home. But he said, look, I'll, I'll give you a lift up home. So he, he gave me a lift up home and dropped me at the house. And he goes, I goes, uh, what's happening now? He says, you're going in the house. I, I said, can you not come in with me? So he came in, he, came in, he, he, he went to the door and um, talked to my mum. But I never, I never seen that man again. I never seen that man again. My dad was cracking up. You know, he lost a head with me and and like that. Um, I never seen that man again, but he made an impact on my life, so that. Well, from, I'm going to cut this short. My, 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 from 19 till I was 22, 23, I met my wife there, Charlotte. But between 19 and 23, and I was saying to Trevor, the pastor here, I don't want to glorify my past here, right? But I got into stuff, and I'm, that wasn't good. And I'll I'll just share I'll share this with you. have got two or three. One was alcohol, and the other was drugs. And it didn't lead me down a good path. I'm not I'm not looking at you, I'm looking at the young ones here, so I'm to warn you not to to go down that road. Because do you know what that road leads to? It leads to a road of destruction. It does. There's, it says in the Word of God, there's pleasure in sin for a while, and then comes the fall. Well, I came, well I, I, I tell you I I was no I I fell, fell quite a few times, so that. But there was it was, it was there's nothing there's nothing in it. But I met my wife, and. Uh, She's down there laughing at her. Um, my life changed then, so it did. Um, because I met Charlotte and she's the best thing since best things since sliced bread like so. Um, I met her um, and we went out we, we, we got married then in 1999. and we uh, we had a son, uh, Tyler, he's sitting down there too, so um, but when Tyler was one and a half, um, Taylor uh, contracted uh, meningococcal septicemia, and um, see when that happened, hey, my world, my world fell fell really fell apart really. In Charlotte's too, because we ended up in the the Royal intensive care unit in uh, the Children's Hospital in the Royal and. Uh, I can remember them saying the first 48 hours is critical now I cried out to God as a 999 call I didn't have any relationship with God I didn't know him in a sense of how I know him today but it was the only thing that I could do I remember uh, we contacted uh, up in, uh, there was a, a, a place in Belfast, I can't mind, Clonard Monastery or whatever we were doing, you know, asking people to pray for him and heal him, and I don't want this one, we, we child that one and a half day died. But thank God, Taylor came through. Well, we had a, about six months after that, we had a daughter, and Maya, she's down there too, so um, we had a daughter. But a year late, like a year after Tyler uh, contracted meningococcal septicemia, Tyler got meningitis again. That. A, a different strain of it. But what I say is, for the for the, that first strain, that meningococcal septicemia that Tyler had, that's that's the meningitis where they lose limbs. And and they, they have it's like uh, sepsisemia is like blood poison. Tiger came out of it; he was okay. But that next strain was a What was a? I can't remember what it was. It might have been a C strain or a B strain, but I can't remember. But they suspected that Tyler had it again, so back up to the hospital again and again, week and for a week. At that time, Charlotte was in the hospital, and I was. We had a juggle a wee six-month-old baby, Way Maya. Um, and it was hard. It was hard going. So it was. But again, 999 call. God, sort this out. And uh, great job. Thank you. All that there. Didn't, still didn't have no, no relationship. That was Still doing my own thing. Still continuing on. Living the way I was living. Just Davy Gordon's world. Davy Gordon's world. Davy Gordon's world. Again, Tyler came out of it. Okay. But then... My wife uh, got saved. If you want to call it that? Born again. And I went. She. She. I remember her telling me, and I remember saying to her, "Charlotte, you can, you can have that. Do whatever you want with it. It's for them Protestants, so that's not for me. I'm a good Catholic. I don't need that. I don't need that salvation thing. You keep it." Um. And I seen a. a, a a massive change in her, I did. A, real, um, a real, a real, oh, just a different, just a different, a different woman, and uh, she was going to church and maybe doing a wee, but she was sort of finding a few churches and going to church and doing that, um, but I said I don't want nothing to do with that, you, you just keep it, just let me live the way I'm living and I'll continue on the way I'm going. Until one time, she goes, about, she, not that she nagged at me, she, does, she never nagged at me, but to shut her up more than I am, and, and to appease her more than I'm. she said, will you come to church with me some Sunday? And I says, all right, we'll go, nah, keep, keep this one, I'll be all right. So I went, this Sunday where, I remember going in, and standing on the balcony, and they started, they sang this worship song. And the song was, Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had caused a crimson stain. He'd wash me white as snow. Do you see when they are now, Charlotte's standing here beside me. I'm standing here, and they have a picture of Christ. Like I, I can't remember what it was like a, of, of Christ on the cross, dying on the cross, and I, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm starting to get, like, I don't, like, emotional, and I, I'm going, I'm going, God, what are you doing here to me? And I'm like, what's, ha-? I'm like talking into my head, I'm like, re- speaking into my head, and going, what's happening here? What, what is happening? To me and, and, and it's this only came back to me in the last few years as they're singing that song, every sin that I have committed everything everyone everybody knows about me and all the secret ones too are flashing by my eyes and I'm like you're ready to forgive me for everything I've done and I can feel myself starting to well up And I know Charlotte's standing beside me. And I'm like, Lord, God, I can't do it. And I'm holding it back, but it starts flowing. So it does. So it's coming down, the tears are coming down, and wiping away, trying to make sure Charlotte doesn't see me and all that. When I look back, I was under deep conviction. Deep. I mean knife striking and heart and to make my heart deep conviction. I cut a long, I don't mean cut a long story short, but there was an appeal in that day and all that, so there was, but I never I never made no decision to follow Christ or give my life to Christ. I didn't do it. I thought, do you know, you've got to realise here, I've come coming from a Catholic background, I had no understanding what salvation was? i never, I've, I've never, I never read a Bible in my life until I got saved. Never, no understanding of it, there, and uh, all doubts: "Am I worthy? Am I good enough?" All that's flashing through my head. I, I, everything, fear, everything. I'm not good enough. I can't do this All that, there, all flashing through my head. Well, I didn't make any decision then, so I didn't. But a few months after that, or, uh, listen, I'm no good here with dates or times or I don't have, I don't have a, I don't. She's laughing at me. Charlotte's laughing at me. I don't have, I don't have a day. I don't have time. Dates. I, I know when I got married in 1999, but I, did, I, I know, I know I'm 25 years married next year. But I'm going to. I can remember talking to these Christian guys a month before that and like I remember asking them and saying and they were explaining salvation to me a wee bit but then I, I, I went to him but how do you know when you're saved and one of them said this and this is the bit that struck me David, you know when you know and it's now, 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 now where I'm at now I know I know well, I want to ask somebody here tonight too and I'm not, I'm not finished yet Do you know that you have that blessed assurance? Do you know that you're born again? Do you know that you're redeemed and washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you know? Because if you don't know, then you're not saved. You aren't. It's plain and simple. The the script. Do you see this? This here. I believe... Just like my verse, this is the truth. This here, there is no other truth. I'm going off the way got off the beaten track here, but there's there's no tr- there's no other truth. This tr- this world is firing guff at us, guff beyond belief. But this here, this is this is this is what we have to stand on, the Word of God. Sorry, I'm wait want went a wee bit off track there, but about two months in. After that, uh, Tyler started getting uh, pretty bad night sweats. And this uh, went on for, quite, for, a, for a few weeks, and Charlotte had said to me, uh, Davy, I think Tyler's not well. I said, oh, Charlotte, don't be worry about it, he's okay. He's a wee. And that time, Tyler was coming to the boxing club with me, he was about ten. And he was coming to the boxing club and doing things and everything in the boxing club. Well, this Thursday night, Boxing Club usually ran four nights a week, Monday to Thursday. And this Thursday, Charlotte had got Tyler uh, uh, to go and get a blood test. And he came to the boxing club that Thursday night to me. And one of the guys in the boxing club had said to me, David, Tyler doesn't look well. And I said to him, up? He's dead on, he's great there, he's he's grand, he's okay took him home and we that time you had the 1571 on your phone at home and we usually checked it to see who had rung you or whatever so we got in the house um, me and Charlotte and Tyler and that and there was a message on the phone from the doctor and call saying text Tyler straight to the Antrim hospital well of course your your head's working overtime so I was doing somersaults so we took him, telling him, we insured it, and uh, when we got there, we they took us straight away, in. and we're in we're in we're in the paediatric ward in there, and it's late at night. They, this by the time they seen him, it was late at night, and they have Tyler lie down. And there's two wee Indian our doctors or. Our, and they're looking over Tyler and I hear and Charlotte I'll testify to this, I hear the word leukemia. When you hear that, you're what's happening here? But I didn't think know, we never heard him, that's, that's a Friday. So Sunday I go down we're still there and Sunday I go down home to collect a few things from my father. And coming back up again, I see Charlotte in the ward by Tyler, where the ward where Tyler is. And this Indian doctor and a nurse talking to Charlotte and I see Charlotte putting have her head down and then I see this guy coming towards me and he says Mr Gordon can I speak to you? I says "I hey, no problem so he brought us in, me into a room with my dad with me and he goes um, Mr Gordon we you believe uh, your son has cancer I, I fell to my knees I wouldn't wish this on anybody what I felt that day but it's like the world has opened up and swallowed you and you're like what? do you know what I do you know had done that day I went God why are you doing this I promised shorter than I I said, "Why are you doing this?" And that's that Indian doctor put his arm around me. But you know Do you know do you know one the thing I wanted the most in it? Last last don't say this to to say i bad about my father. But I looked for my dad, and he was gone. I don't know where he went, but he went. And he couldn't, I don't know. I know, I know now, because I have never seen my father cry in the 15, nearly the 52 years that I've been on this planet. But he, he bolted. it. He, he couldn't cope, so he couldn't. And I pushed Charlotte away. I remember her coming over to hug me, and I pushed her away. Because I couldn't deal with it. But there's good news. Tyler went to the Royal. He was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. He went through his chemotherapy. He went through everything and was never sick. But I'm not. I got saved. I don't have a date I don't have a time but I know just like that guy says I know that I give my life to the Lord and I give him glory and praise and hallelujah to the Lamb of God for saving me because well in that <laughs> Tyler's here now he's 24 thank God but I want to tell you something too. It's only his grace and his mercy that I am here today too. Because, see when I, I could have, at that time when I was 19 and drove away from that police landover, I could have crashed on that police landover. I could have killed me and my friend. I could have killed somebody in that police land over. I've been to parties, to places, where it was pure evil and he, I'll share this with this one thing with you, I went to a place in Bambridge one night and had had been a bad boy, let's put it like that, and I remember thinking I was going to die in there that night of what I took. And I remember crying out to God, don't let me die here. I can remember it saying, Lord, God, don't let me die here. And about half an hour, an hour after I started coming round from whatever I took. But it was only his grace and his mercy and his hand upon me. That I am here today. Because I should have been dead. And do you know what? See if I had died in there that night. Do you know where I was for? Hell. Hell. And that's a scary, scary, scary place to be. Hell. I know that. See now, I know that. I know that now for what I know. that I would have been in hell today. Well, I got saved. Tyler came through it. My journey bag truly began. So it does. There's been times, away at the start, that I felt like throwing in the towel. There was one, about a year after I got saved, I was in a bad, bad place. Not good. Charlotte will testify to that. Um, Mentally. um, Depressed. Not, not, Not good. I remember one night saying to Charlotte, Charlotte, I'm that close. But I didn't give up. I didn't throw in the towel. Because God, the Holy Spirit, was with me. Again, grace and mercy. His hand was upon me. And I thank him for that. Well, again, coming from a Roman Catholic background, I was, t- I was scared to tell people I was a born-again Christian. There was a fear on me. My mum thought I'd become a prod, a Protestant. So, <laughs> and I'm still working on that today, 13, nearly 13 and a half years there. I love her. I love her and my dad too. But in two, 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 2014, 2013, um, a friend invited me to go to Morocco. and we're talking about this all night here. Um, when somebody asked me something. I always go, "Aye, I'll do, no problem." <laughs> and then the, and then I think of the consequences down the line, man. So do. It's nearly. So if, is that what I say yes to that for? Um, so I said yes to him. And I went to Morocco and uh, I'd never experienced something like this before in my life. I flew to Malaga and then through from Malaga, then into a wee Spanish enclave at the top of Morocco called Malaya, and then from Malaya, then you go into Morocco. What a what a, what a handling leaving that border thing to go over that border, I never, I was mental. So, awesome. I'm like going to meet the guy I went with, Frankie. I said, "Frankie, what is all this about, me? That is mad." So we went and in, 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 in there, and uh, we were helping build houses. There'd have been a, a, a earthquake an earthquake in Morocco about ten years previous to that, and they'd uh, guys from Washington, American American missionaries, had went there and through Wellington Street Church, uh, Presbyterian Church and other churches, and they had sent teams to it every year. So I went and um. God spoke to me out there. So he does. And something else happened too. One night, this uh, guy, it was an imam. Uh, an imams like like a, like, pa, like Trevor, like a pastor. <laughs> but he's a Muslim. So he is. So um, this guy had become a born again Christian. So he had. There was actually five of them, um, and he he came that night to the wee place we were staying. Um, now this wee place, it took us three hours to get from the malaya from the border, up into the mountains to get this place. It was like, where are we going here? And I, it was it was crazy. So it was, but it took us three hours to get there. And they brought this guy to 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 uh, give us testimony. Uh, the American guy knew. It's called Reefy, it's like Arabic. So as he could translate, he knew enough to translate what this guy was saying. Well, he gave his testimony, and I'm like, wow, what, 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 what a testimony of how he came to faith. But just before he was going, he was going away, uh, the American guy says, look, I feel as if we have to pray for Habib here. And I'm like, and myself, pray for Habib? What are we praying for Habib for? <laughs> What's what's happening here? Because I listen. You got to remember too. Again, I, I I'd never prayed out or prayed aloud. It was always the priest that said the prayers. It was I was always like Father Martin or one Jack or whatever it was. They were the ones that always prayed. I I never any prayers I said were always at night. We silent prayers and Hail Mary and Our Father and Glory Be and whatever. I, that was the prayers I prayed. So we're so we're praying. We're we're in a group. And we're, this guy's sitting in a chair. And we start praying for him and he starts crying. I mean crying profusely. Tears are tripping down his face and I close my eyes. And as I start praying for this, praying for this guy, I start shaking. And I'm like, I don't, consciously I don't, I don't, I don't know, start shaking. Well as we're praying for him, out of my mouth starts to come these words. But the words are not English, if you want to put it like that, they're not, they're not English. Well, after we prayed for this guy, I said to my friend Frankie, I said, what happened there Frankie? He said, Davy, what I believe has happened to you is you've been baptised in the Holy Spirit. And I went, wow, I said, what wow, Frankie, wow. Wow! 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 And there was like a jo- there there was a joy in me that I can't describe. I can't I can't describe it. I don't, I don't I, I haven't even got words to describe it. But what happened out to me? Out, what happened to me out there too is at night time, I would be reading and just listening to just the worship songs. And, pray, and praying to God, help my Lord. And he says to me, he says, well, the, the wee vo- that wee still voice says, Davey, what are you afraid to tell people back in Balamina what I have done for you when it's life or death for these guys that, have be- that were Muslims and have become Christians? And it was like that. It was like that light bulb, that light bulb moment for me. That I came back from Morocco full full just on fire for god and my wife will testify for that a life changer i came back i went to work and i was telling people about jesus telling them what he'd done for me telling them what telling them about the love of god telling about what jesus christ done on the cross tell them doing all telling them. and it changed that my life changed But from, from 2014 even to now, there's been bumps. Bumps in the road. There's been struggles too. There's been hard times. It's not all good. We're not all mountaintop. If we're all telling the truth here, we're not all mountaintop experiences here. We're in the valley too, so we are. And I've been in the valley, so I have. We've all been in the valley. Jesus says we'll go through this life and We'll not escape trial or tribulation. But it's what we do with that at the end of the day. It's where we go with it. I want to encourage some... Pastor, i praying. I want to encourage some brothers in here tonight the too. There's more. There's not... that. It's not... I, 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 I got to figure out that... I, I always thought that was the level for, for God. That was us. There, we're finished. That's us. I'm dead on. But I've, through this walk, through these years, I I found out there's boom, another, 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 more, 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 more and more in the tank, more, more, more of it's it's more of him. It's more of Yeshua. It's more of Jesus. Jesus says. He says. Seek me first. And then all the things will come after you. Seek him, it's him, it's all about him. It's it's not even about us. It's not even about me. But do you know what? I thank God for where for where I'm at today. I thank God for what he's done in my life. I thank God about the for the friends that he's put in my life. I thank God for it all. I get. I get the love of God. I never got it before. I didn't get it really t- t- before I did get saved. But I get it. I get it now. I understand. I understand this love. And it's there for everybody. It's there. It's a free gift, but it was paid for a price, and the price was Jesus dying on the cross, life, the death, and the resurrection the three. So that verse, that, that verse where I read at the start, for, for years I thought it was the priest, I had to go to the priest to figure this out, but it wasn't, it was always Jesus, always Jesus. But Jesus says, I am the way, he's the only way, he's the only truth, he's the only yeah. life, Only Christ. Folks, there's more. There's more. And I believe, see within this wee assembly, I believe God is doing something here. I do. I sense it. I'm not trying to be, Charlotte says to me, you need a cup. You're too too heavenly at times, you're no earthly good. (laughs) What? She's probably right. But there's a happy meeting. I've been talking for 40 minutes here. I'm not flat. I need to stop. But I want to share one more thing just before I go. I went away on a weekend, last weekend, to the, to the way in Castle Wellm we with a group of men. Again, a man asked me, and I said, Aye. And then when I came closer to time, I said, What have I done? Why have I said to go to that? And I went, and it was powerful. It really was. My tank needed filled up again. Just, just to be fellowship with men and men that love God, godly men um, and I came back on Sunday and started again, I, I, I was on fire but on Monday morning I went to work collected the, my work colleague that works along with me, Mickey and we went to a job in clock Mills and we were fixing I'm a service engineer, installation engineer so we are fixing a roller shutter door. And we went into this place, and I remember saying to Mickey, Mickey, I think there's, there's something that this place isn't good. I said, we need to watch yourself." So, cut a long story short. Mickey's down below. I'm asking Mickey to do something, take metal, steel work off. I'm up above in a, a in a blending room, in a hopper, in an animal feed place, trying to get, working at a motor to try and get a motor seat that's seized. The, the motor's 50-year-old, 50-year-old, 50-year-old. I haven't seen anything like this before. So me and the maintenance guy up above... I've got cut these two bolts off and trying to get this part off the end by a, a bar, hammering it off. And Mickey's down, and I know Mickey's down below but don't know what he's doing sort of thing so I hammer this thing off and the thing, fly, this part of the back flies off with a spring loaded thing the side it, falls down, hits Mickey in the head. I think I've killed Mickey. Mickey stumbles and falls to the ground. And I'm up above six meters up shouting, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. And there's an arm man down, grabs him. And I think Mickey's dead. I come down the gantry, And I see Mickey lying there. And he's not, he's not responding for about 20 seconds. And what's going through my head? You dirty rotten dog devil. I was trying to steal my peace and my joy. I believe he tried to do that on Monday. Mickey comes round. We get an ambulance for him. He's badly, badly concussed. His head's split open. Goes to the hospital. And talked to. I collect him and I get him from hospital next day. him. Do you know what he said to me? He says, David, I can't remember anything, but I do remember one thing, that that metal bit hit the ladder and hit my head. I believe today that if that metal bit that fell off that motor had hit Mickey, full force Mickey would be dead today. I don't know what you believe. I don't know where God stopped that happening or whatever, but something happened. listen, I've, I've talked for long enough i probably probably stay up here for an hour, half an hour but anyway. <laughs> listen, I, I want this thank you just, if anybody here tonight doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour, give it to him give him your life there, do you, it's a life changer it is it, there's bumps and there's struggles but be encouraged young people please do don't don't deviate. Stay on the narrow path. Stay on it. I know it's hard. It is. But there's more. Get round. Get, get there's plenty of people here. I'll help you. We've we got a pastor there. I'll help you. And he's he's an encouraging man. Though. But if there's anything, even, and I'm going to shortly maybe I say keep you quiet. <laughs> if there's anything. Honest, I can even help you as Pray, even to encourage you to pray, even to help you. That's a great, uh, prayer's a big thing for me. God's, uh, from being not knowing prayer and being around men, I mean men of God, men that have taught me, showed me how to pray. The disciples even had to ask Jesus, how do we pray? Don't be afraid. Cry out to the Lord. Give him everything. I believe he'll bless you. More, more. Thanks very much. Thank you.
0: Oh dear me, David. I was fighting back the tears there. I don't know about you. What what a great God we have. Listen, the word of God says, today if you hear his voice. Pardon not your heart. Let him have it all. Let him have it all. Let's bow together in prayer. Let's pray and then we're going to have a closing song. There might be somebody in this gathering and you just need to just say, Lord, here's my heart. Here it is. I'm giving it to you. It's your possession. You've died for it. You created me. Now you've died for me. We're not our own, we're bought with a price. Just where you are, God, I'm giving my life to you and I'm leaving my future in your hands. Father, we pray that everybody that's heard your voice, where the battle is, where the struggle is, Lord, maybe a lot of people can identify with David's struggles over sick children. Lord, whatever the case might be, we pray, Father, that they will allow you in with your healing balm, with the light to shine in that dark space that's in their hearts. Lord, where there's someone, where there's a God who can break the, the, the spell of doom and darkness and despair and give light and life and liberty, and so we pray, God, that you will indeed do just that. As we come to this final song, we pray, Lord that we'll respond in our hearts as we sing uh, from our hearts to you. In Christ's name. Amen. We're going to sing that song, Jesus, all for Jesus, all I am and have and ever hope to be. And David, will be at the door on the way out. I'll not go to the door. I'm going to stay up here. And those who are involved in the organizing, in the groups, uh, if you'll come and see us as soon as you can. Uh, But if you want to speak with us as well, we're available all week. And we'll be able to uh, speak with you or meet with you, as the case may be. We'll stand and sing together. Thank you. again for it's only in your will that I'm free. Remind yourself it's only in his will you're free. We'll sing that again. Just only in your will. Heavenly Father, as uh, we, we leave this place, Lord, though reluctantly, as we sense your presence, your speaking voice to your servant, Lord, we pray that we will not lose anything of the sense of the presence of God. Lord, as we leave this place, we pray that we may be very conscious of your speaking voice. Help us, Lord, as we leave this service to be very careful in what we say to others. Lord, as you may be speaking to individuals, unknown to anyone else, help us to be prayerful, thoughtful, sensitive to the working of the Spirit. We pray, and Lord, give courage, Lord, to some soul who still, in darkness or still bitter perhaps, as has to her life has treated them. Lord, thank you that we can discover tonight a loving Father, who will pour in the oil of joy for mourning and will give the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness, who yes. he will bring that balm of Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul yes. and give joy unspeakable and full of glory. God in heaven, we pray, partisan your fear and with your blessing. And as myself and a number of the young folk head to this next service, yes. God, we pray, yes. will you just continue on yes. with what you've been doing here?